All right, that's it. I'm going to count to three. One, two, three! I'm not horsing around here! Lucky for you, I don't have time for this right now! Come on, Bobby, let's go to the fun center! You're tuned in to 99.1 CJAM FM in Windsor and Detroit. The Writing Support Desk is a free service available to all University of Windsor students from all disciplines and levels of study. The Writing Support Desk helps students hone their own writing and editing skills to empower them to submit their best work possible. It also helps students understand assignment prompts, construct strong arguments, and to properly cite sources. The Writing Support Desk is available online, providing one-on-one consultations on Microsoft Teams. For the most up-to-date information, visit uwindsor.ca slash writing support. Welcome to 18th Century Cooking. I'm your host, John Townsend, and today we're talking about the sailor's favorite drink, grog. Thanks for coming along with us as we savor the flavors and aromas.
you when you need to pick me up. The ones that you don't often listen to, but when you do come back to them, they are right there like a friend. Yeah, for me, for a long time, that used to be the song Judy Garland by Frog. And I never really listened to more stuff from the band, but a few years ago I did and fell in love with their whole discography. Frog is an amazing band and I can't say enough about their stuff. Of course, as I so often do when I don't see anything from a band, I assumed that they were defunct. However, last year they released an album, Grog, by Frog, and of course it ended up being one of my most played and favorite albums of 2023. It's so much fun and instantly put a smile to my face and, well, I'll let you decide what you think of it. Because today on Absent Sounds, we are going to be playing through the album Grog by Frog in its entirety, but not in order because we get to speak to Danny Bateman, who is the mind behind Frog, and the music is going to follow the flow of the conversation today. So if it's not in order, that's why, but for the most part, the songs do come sequentially. Speaking of which, the first two tracks we played for you were the first two that come off of the album and they were Grog and it goes without saying, it goes without saying that this is a really fun interview and we are so excited for you to listen. Thank you so much to Danny for listening and thank you Jamie for helping us set up this interview. Thank you, dear listener, for joining us on another episode of Absent Sounds. On CGM 99.1 FM. Hi, my name is Weiri. And my name is Weiju. And you are currently tuned in to another episode of Apps and Sounds here on CGM 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Today, we are joined by none other than one of the, our favorite musicians, actually, in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's pretty exciting because uh, New Year, New Things. Uh, new interviews and today we are have Danny from Frog. Hello. Okay, now say hello. Hello. Thanks uh <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm so excited. You know, I have never I've been to Toronto once and I loved it. And so I don't think I've ever been to Detroit, but shout out to um, everyone up there. I love Midwest, Great Lakes. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You've never been to Detroit. That's actually kind of crazy. Uh yeah. I I've been to Michigan, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I was in a lot of bands, um, and like I just like went around the country a lot when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really, I never went up that that far north. You know. That oh, often. for sure, it is so. it is cool from the outside. Yeah. I love. I think <laughs> from I think the inside a cool too. City, though, from the outside. Um, so our first question, we'll just I guess jump right in. It uh, is. Uh, what's on your 2024 wish list if you had to make a wish list for this holy year? moly holy moly uh it's a great question i i i want to make at least 24 albums in that is in <laughs> I, know, I love that for you <laughs> so what have you got going for you today because you have um two you're supposed to have two albums out this month at the in that at, the end at month, that rate yeah. <laughs> yes so uh yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's it's ambitious you know i don't i don't know if i'm gonna hit that that sort of but uh, I I think you gotta you gotta aim high. Aim high. Maybe you'll get to ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool too. <laughs> twenty four is actually how many books I have on my Goodreads list oh, to read sick, in twenty twenty four. So, how are you? How far are you on your? I started reading a book and then I so I'm one book behind right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grog is the album that you just released. Have you ever had Grog? Oh, yeah. Um, my brother had it in <laughs> in in because we were making the record and calling it Grog. He tasted it. He said it was kind of weird, kind of disgusting. Um, but like I I like I liked it. You know, it's just rum, water, and lime. You know, it's very simple, right? It's not even like that alcoholic. It's just uh, like I think the story goes that it was like the the sailors they would just like save up their their rum ration like for like a week or two and then just get blotto, you know, like one night and then just be useless the next day. So they they watered the rum ration down so that you couldn't drink that much. Oh, interesting. Would you uh, is that would you have it on New Year's Eve or is it a special occasion that they specifically uh, serve it? They serve it uh, in the morning and at night. You get no. half a pint a day. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't really drink. Part of the tradition. I only drink beer. I like beer personally, but I, you know, I had to try it for because I'm naming my record it. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's. It's so amazing that as part of your job, you get to to drink rum. And that was like, yeah, like yeah. the norm for, for most of human, human history. <laughs> so if you're at a, at a show, at a bar, is beer your go-to, what you order to hold in your hand? Definitely, the, definitely. I'm, the... I, you know, it's not like I don't like, I would say if I had to choose like a, like a spirit, I like gin a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this uh, Luis Buñuel is a filmmaker whose films okay. I, I really love and he wrote an autobiography and like most of the autobiography is like about alcohol because he loved gin <laughs> after I like he just wrote about how to make his favorite drink the, his martini and like how much fun he likes to, has drinking and so like since then I've been into gin because of that. That sounds very... I know it's racial or like his you know when he leaves on leaves earth the only thing left will be making these drinks that people will be like I learned this because of this man well he was also a filmmaker oh yeah sorry no <laughs> and the in the film yeah yeah I recommend it he he made some of the best movies ever okay yeah what stuff would uh has he made that you can name off the top of your head uh well he he made like in 1924 with uh Salvador Dali he made this movie called Unshine Angelou Mm-hmm. Um, which is it's like the first surreal film. Um, oh. it's it's like fifteen minutes long or something, and like somebody cuts their eye out, and then it turns out it's like the moon. It's like amazing. It's like the oh, I think I've actually yeah, seen yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I mean, it's really famous. Yeah, yeah. There was like riots in Paris when they showed it, and mm-hmm. since then he made so many other great movies. Uh, my favorite of his is called, um. The Belle du Jour, uh, starring Catherine Deneuve. It's uh, it's a bit a great movie. Even though part of the sailors' daily diet was drinking grog, we're curious: what is part of your daily diet, or what does your daily diet consist of? Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. I. You know, I, I like bagels a lot. Probably too oh, much. Oh yes. You know, um, yeah. My whole life, I've grown up in like very like 
like Jewish areas. So like Jewish mm-hmm. food is like my my comfort food. Bagels, you know, matzo ball soup, that stuff. Latkes. Yeah, just I just love it. I, like I'm not personally, I'm not even Jewish. It's just like that's like my favorite types of food. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna say that bagels are for sure our favorite. Oh my god, so good! It's crazy. Every day, I think I've had a bagel since. Well, when we were in France, we couldn't find bagels at all, so we even brought some from Canada over there. Uh, why were you in France? We were studying. That was where we did our last year of university in France oh, for the year. Oh, you did like a study abroad program? Yes. For a yeah, year. Yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Where in France? In Tours, France, which is about an hour by train in, uh, west of Paris. Oh, cool. So kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was in, just in the middle of nowhere, kind of like. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad. It, well, you guys learned French well, or? Well, we we grew up uh, doing French immersion, so we oh, okay. had a. So you already knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then it was part of our program was to either go to Ottawa or go to France. So we it went. Seems to like France. an easy choice, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we speaking of France, it is one of the. I guess stereotypical culinary foods: eating frogs. Have you ever tasted a frog? Or a snail? Or a snail? Yes, actually, escargot is one of my favorite foods. I love, wow. I love it. I love snails. They're the best. I tasted frogs once. It was cool. It wasn't really my thing. Okay, frog legs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. It was. I, I was. I I tried it. Yeah, it hurt me. You know, because I I feel like a very an affinity. To, towards frogs I, I didn't really I, I wasn't into it you know just, mm-hmm. just psychologically fizzy you know philosophically that's kind of how I imagine eating a frog would be it would, be, it would hurt <laughs> my hurt my soul <laughs> yeah yeah but how did you have your snail prepared is it is there a special way that they did it to make it delectable uh, there's it? this restaurant called Encore in Larchmont New York which is the town over from New Rochelle where I grew up and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the, well, the, for many years, they had the best snails that I've ever had. Um, even in France, I couldn't find it anywhere as good. And it's just like, like, um, a lot of garlic, a lot of oil, you know, I don't know. It, they they have some magic way to do it. It's mm. incredible. I could have it right now. I'm thinking about it. And I, I, my mouth <laughs> is you know? Yeah. Going to play some tunes for you now. Got the song New Row coming up next from off the album Grog by Frog. You're listening to Absent Sounds here on C Jam 99.1 FM. Where you gonna go when you're hungry?
That was New Row from off of the album Frog, sorry, Grog by Frog. New Rochelle reminds me of La Rochelle, which is also a place where we visited, which is near where we're living, too. <laughs> so there's the French connection. The Huguenots, I think, somehow were involved in the, in the, the founding of New Rochelle. Um, and I think they, that's why they named it New Rochelle, yeah. I think I have a little bit of French Huguenot in me. I think, yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> the Protestants, you know, whoever got kicked out of France because they were Protestant and then moved mm-hmm. to the Netherlands, I think I, one of my, my grandmothers comes from that. That uh, Oh, okay. So definitely somewhere in the bloodline. Yeah, somewhere back there, ancestry-wise. This is back, I guess, a little bit of a random question, but um, you've had two out of two success with getting people you love to learn to play the drums. First, your friend Tom White, and now your brother. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's next on this list? Uh, um, that's a great question. My my wife actually. One night she came downstairs when we were living at my mom's house, um, and she played the drums and I played the guitar and we played Beatles songs and she was she had she had a little bit of bop you know I was like into it you know like it was like boom yeah she had she she hit hard too it was like (laughs) you know like she there was some like interesting cool stuff there um I wonder who she was imagining (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah I mean she I think she's got a lot of promise I think if it's not her, it's going to be one of my kids who also play drums and they love hitting stuff. Drums are a great 
great instrument for three-year-olds you know oh i can imagine <laughs> speaking of your three-year-olds what's it like being the father of twins now we consider ourselves a blessing to our parents and i know we were talking about this a little bit earlier uh, but we loved getting the other perspective from you know the, the other side of the looking glass becoming a parent is a it's it's an experience that that most most people end up going through in one way or another and it you know they've forced you to become you know a different version of yourself they're mm-hmm. really i mean it feels really violent when you're going through it and traumatic but it's <sighs> actually a really really good thing for you you know mm-hmm. uh and with twins yeah it's just like it's just like even more and crazy basically it's like especially the beginning it's like it's like just panic every day is panic <laughs> But, um, you know, then then you get, as you do it, you get easier and easier. You get better and better at it. And then you make it work for yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's the biggest blessing basically that's ever happened to me, you know. And uh, it was, you know, I definitely, you know, I was like gasping for air and near death at, at certain points. But uh, yeah. I think I'm better for it. Right. Yeah. So, so, yes, definitely a blessing. Absolutely. Was today a panic day or a, a blessing day? No, nah, the panic days are are few and far between now. Thank God. Okay. You know, you yeah. get you get better at it, man, and they get easier. You know, they start helping you. Like my son Frankie, he like oh, yeah. helps me bring in like the the groceries. You know, they're not mm-hmm. like running into the the street all the time. You know, like they're listening to you. Not always, but like mm-hmm. a lot of times. You know, so like it's it gets a lot easier. You don't have to like you're not like I'm gonna. I'm, I could kill this person in the next hour. <laughs> Looking at them, making sure they don't die all the time, you know? I don't even have kids, and I can imagine that that is exactly how I would feel if I had to deal with uh, toddlers every single day for a few years. Because that's how I feel dealing with toddlers for a few hours a day. You'll understand why we're talking about this and why it's so relevant after we play the song, You're Still Mine. Um, coming up next on Absent Sound.
This is Sebastian and Zach from Hutch, and you're listening to C-Jam 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. So you're hanging with your inner circle. Maybe you're making cocktails. Maybe you're packing bowls. Even while we're distancing, it's important to remember, alcohol and cannabis each mess with your driving skills. Be cool. Make sure you and your friends get home safe. Take a cab if you need to. A few bucks could save a life. And we could do it again next weekend. A message from Arrive Alive, Drive Sober. They can start being helpful, like being on your album, playing drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're on the record. Uh, Sally was 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 um, yeah, she was. We were in the playground, and she was showing me. There was like this musical musical like playground, like you can hit the bells or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, listen to the music, Daddy. Baba black sheep, have you any mores? <laughs> That's what she thought the lyrics were. I thought it was really cute. And then my son comes over and says, no, 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 don't talk to her. Like, he <laughs> he was like, he wanted the attention. So, I don't know. It like, kind of like, I just like, it just worked to, to throw it in there, you know? They're part of me, right? So, Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Do you have a favorite nursery rhyme? I I thought a lot about nursery rhymes because they're, they're like, they're always like really like dark. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, like. Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes. We all fall down. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's like, I think ring around, like, if, if that's like the, the plague, right? You get like red face and then mm-hmm. you die. <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs> it's like, I, that's why I think they're fascinating, you know, like the things that like, universally, I think the things that sort of ripple through the ages in terms of like, things that like rhymes and songs they're always like none of them are like straightforward they're always like really like sort of gothic and dark and Mm -hmm. i I think that's like you know just like instinctually humans are like drawn to that you know like the camp light it gotta be light and dark you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's so interesting that it just passes down and down and keeps going through the generations um but also speaking of generations I've seen somewhere that generations that the generation that I guess is being born now would be considered generation alpha and most people are well not most people a lot of people say that generation alpha they're is to be feared yes they are to be feared so how you do you feel that knowing that generation. you're yeah. uh, how do you feel knowing that your kids are part of generation alpha they really do say that about every generation you know, yeah. it's not. I remember when millennials were the ones that everyone was complaining about, and now it's the Zoomers. Everyone is always really convinced that things are different this time when human beings haven't really changed that much for the last yeah. re- recordable amount of history. Maybe they have. I don't even know, but 
you you read about stuff happening two thousand years ago, and nothing has really changed about the way that humans act, or like the way that like society is structured. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pr- pretty similar <laughs> when you really think about it. You know, so it's like I don't really know what everyone like expects people yeah. to yeah act like in the future in any case i'm i'm happy with the way that my kids are i, I i'm so excited for them to become become real people they're they're crazy like <laughs> both of them in their own way you know my daughter like she's three years old um she started to manipulate me in ways oh, that goodness. i can't anticipate and I don't I don't think pretty soon I won't be able to to recognize it, I don't think. Because like I was sitting on the couch and she was like, I, I just I really want to change the channel. And I was like, Why don't you find the remote? And she says, You're on top of it. You're sitting on it. And then I got up and I was like, I'm not sitting on it. And she was like, Can you get it? Like she oh got me gosh. to get it. Like Wow. As a three year old, she outsmarted me already. Wow, wow. She's she's going to be she's going to be something like you got to watch out for that one. Yeah, you're done for. <laughs> I'm definitely done for, but I think the world, I think we have to like make sure for good or for bad, she's going to be she's going to like get some things happening, you know. Can't wait to see it.
walk by her hand on her thigh. Oh,
questions. Black on Black on Black is a song that we have, that we love. <laughs> it's a song that we um, take to be a... An anth- okay, this is, this is an thing. anthem for, you know, black ladies everywhere, people of color. <laughs> um, and assuming that you don't identify as a person of color, unless you do, and you could correct me if you if you'd like. No, no, I I Okay, yeah. okay. I'm like <laughs> just making sure Northern European descent, you know. Okay. Well, is black your favorite color? I love that you guys think of it like that. That's so awesome. <laughs> Is black my favorite color? I think when I was writing the song, yeah, definitely. You know, like it. Um, I mean, I was reading like the Odyssey, and I read Ulysses by Jane Joyce. It? Ulysses, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it, it took a while, but sitting on our shelf right there. Yeah. yeah well, it's something you gotta commit to. It and mm-hmm. like it really like yeah you ha- I got a I got a book like that like sort of explained it to you. Mm, okay. I was trying to do it by myself, and I got to like the Telemachus chapter where he's walking on the beach, and I was like, I totally know what's going on. And I read this book, and I was like, I had no idea what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I feel like all the chapters that are from Stephen's perspective, mm-hmm. he Joyce is just so smart. That's just how he thinks. You know, like Stephen is like mm-hmm. his his like personal. Like, that's who he is. And, like, mm-hmm. he's so much smarter than, like, anyone else. And his inner mind is, like, so crazy. And he's like, has read so much. Takes what he reads, the themes of what he reads. He weaves little, like, literature uh, webs in, in in his own reality all day. Like, that's how, that's how he thinks, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, yeah. really hard to follow. Yeah, so I, I would recommend, like, you have, I mean, if you want to do it, I think it's worth doing. But you got to mm-hmm. commit to it. It's going to take a while. And I think, yeah, like if you have like like a like a Here. another book that teaches okay. you what the chapters mean, so you can read that after you read the chapter, you know, okay. or like before, or like in, in the yeah. process. I don't know. That helps, too. Yeah. So it's about. Uh, yeah. It's about Odysseus. And, uh, you know, it's like pretty much like. I don't know why I was writing about Odysseus, but like it just felt right right then, you know, mm-hmm. and uh yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. Really, a different a different um different kind of song than I usually make. Yeah, while I was reading the lyrics, I was just like, wow. You know, I never even I guess gave it as much. It felt like I was really reading the story, or at least just because to my untrained ear, the sometimes I can I miss the words that you're saying because it, it's in such a distinct accent and I don't know if you have a name for the accent what would you what would you call it voice? yeah your singing voice oh I don't know yeah people used to think like I was southern or something you know like I my parents my mom is from like the midwest like in the middle of nowhere and mm-hmm. like the cult like and I, I really like the way that her relatives talk and mm-hmm. I, I like the way that other people talk in general and I don't know, like, I just sing the way it feels right to sing. It's not like, mm-hmm. it's not like something I'm like doing, doing put, like, I'm not like doing this on purpose. Like, it just comes out oh, sometimes, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I mean, like, maybe... Do you, wait, do you like the way that you talk? I don't, I think I talk like I'm from New York, which I am, but maybe mm-hmm. I don't, you know? Like, uh, yeah, I just, it's just the way it comes out. 
Sorry, it's just because you named everybody else, but you didn't say yourself. I love how other people talk. Yeah, I'm not, I I definitely tend to mumble a lot. I think that's really the most of it. Like, I don't enunciate very well. And, um, you know, like maybe that gives, give, I like, I love the way that people talk. I love the way accents are. Like, you go, like, the way they, the way people talk in, like, New Orleans, the way people talk in Minnesota the way people talk in all sorts of places like in in new york in atlanta like i i, I love it you know mm-hmm. I, I think it's so interesting i think that's like that's music in itself you know
sure and there's a lot of different places uh i even even say like i remember seeing this quote that the u.s is too big to know itself in a way which i almost think it's the opposite where because a lot of times you know they're saying that sometimes in the uk when someone is doing an accent that they can tell oh you're not doing it like this is not how actually someone from the south would talk um but then when someone is in emulating an American, they will say, oh yeah, that sounds like an American person. It doesn't sound wrong. Um, But I almost think it's just because there's so many different ways it could sound. Uh, I guess there's a whole thing about it. Yeah, usually that's like a California accent or something, you know, Mm -hmm. like when people do that. Because I feel like Californians are like the most involved in media, which is like worldwide. Easiest to to learn from i would say yeah so you yeah you like you turn on yeah you like you want to talk like britney spear you want to talk like a star person 
like a Kardashian. You know, they're all from Los Angeles. Well, I don't know. Brittany might be from somewhere else, but she moved to Los Angeles, and that's how she talks now. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because it's the population of Canada is, is the population of South California. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of people there. But, you know, it's shrinking. They, uh, they made it too hard to live there. <laughs> yeah. Hi, this is Gentleman Red. You're listening to C-Jam 99.1 FM. Writing Support Desk is a free service available to all University of Windsor students from all disciplines and levels of study. The Writing Support Desk helps students hone their own writing and editing skills to empower them to submit their best work possible. It also helps students understand assignment prompts, construct strong arguments, and to properly cite sources. The Writing Support Desk is available online, providing one-on-one consultations on Microsoft Teams. For the most up-to-date information, visit uwindsor.ca slash writing support. She's gone back to Stanford. She wants to transfer.
gone back to Stanford. She wants to transfer. Don't have to answer just yet, mom. Give it a chance. any favorite Canadian musicians that we can take time to highlight as well along with your music and the album um how to get our can con or Canadian content in there too sure 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 I love so many Canadian um artists my favorite Canadian artist I mean Joni definitely I'm a Joni super fan she's so amazing I love I love Robbie Robertson, the band, you know, mm-hmm. um, most of them are Canadian, I think, actually, except for Levon. But yeah, I think it still counts. And yeah. then, yeah. I mean, obviously, Neil Young, I'm a huge fan of. Joni's definitely number one for me. If I'm going to say okay, like yeah, favorite yeah. Canadian musician, you know, like I, I think she's like the greatest, you know, and and so many and so different like her whole catalog i think is interesting she was making records like with like like new age jazz musicians and they're all like really out there you know like she she like is so awesome she I, like yeah. i feel like people like don't even like really understand how amazing she is like the, they, they like i love obviously i love you know uh whatever the famous one that has a case of you on blue? it yeah blue oh. but like the whole catalog is so different you know it's like i don't know she's an amazing just one of the greatest artists ever yeah and when you think you've you've got a hold on her or you've kind of got a grasp i don't know i always feel like i find something new that she did and i'm like wow i never heard this before. me too i feel the same way Heart and humility That's all it takes A cheerful person told me Nobody's harder on me than me How could they be? And nobody's harder on you than Blue, she says, 
so much humor in it I, it made me wonder what type of humor that you naturally have um, and some examples from Huffington Post would be like physical or self-depreciating sorry, dep- sorry. self-deprecating <laughs> surreal or imp- improv wordplay topical observational bodily and dark <laughs> which ones do I I like all of those I mean yeah I think like I don't life is funny you know, I, I feel like people, they get in their art and their music, in their whatever, like when they when they want to be like, quote unquote, like an artist, they like, I don't want to, I don't want to have humor enter this. I want this to be like profound. Yeah. But like, I, I don't, I'm not like, that doesn't move me. Like life is funny, you know, and for art to like be meaningful, I think it has to be from this world that we live in this reality and in this reality is everything is funny you know like like donald trump was the president for four years i know it was january 6th happy i mean happy january 6th 
yes, that, that would like all all that stuff happened, whatever. Like, I'm not like a political person, but like, if you just zoom out a little bit, like that's so funny. You know what I mean? Like that, like this person who who like he was a reality star, and like <laughs> like it's just like a like a a shyster, you know? Like he <laughs> went around fleecing everyone in, in New York. <laughs> And then, like, he, like, like, that is, like, that's hilarious, you know? Like, if you, like, if it didn't actually happen, because then it's, like, kind of sad, but, like. Yeah. You know what? You know what? It it teaches me the moral of the lesson I've gotten out of it is that you can truly fake it till you make it. And you can get further than, you know, I don't know, you could, you could get, who knows, maybe one day you'll be president. Like, you can make your way all that, that, that far. Stars. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, as far as, like, humor goes. I I love every type of humor that makes me laugh and that could be anything. But what I really like that other people hate is puns. I love them. All of them. Uh, I love all of puns. I'm I'm a pun fanatic. I'm a pun addict. Okay. You're a fanatic. Give us a pun. Well, another pun. Another, another one. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> We're greedy. Well, now you put me on the spot. It's going to be hard. I'll I think know. about it. We'll keep talking and maybe it'll come out. See how many puns we can get in in the last, between, between these last two questions. Um, how high can you jump? Really high. How do you know that? I don't know. It's a good, good guess. I feel like. I've always been able to, to jump really high and jump really far. A, yeah. I skateboard. I love, I love skateboarding. That was like. It's like the only sport I actually watch. I like the Mets too, and I sort of watch them, but I actually just really like skateboarding. Do you? I was gonna ask if you were a long jumper or high jumper or anything, but skateboarding is a good. No, yeah, no, I, I didn't run track. I was on, uh, I was on the hockey team in high school. Mm-hmm. I could do everything. I could skate and stuff. I could like, mm-hmm. I could handle this. St- I, I like my, I could do everything you needed to do, but I just wasn't really paying attention for most of the, okay. most of the games. Yeah. That was that was why I wasn't very good. I would just like skate around, lollygagging, like thinking about other stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then whenever I think about me not paying attention to, to things, I think about grade five. We were playing volleyball as volleyball practice for the team, and I was swinging my arms back and forth, getting ready to bump, you know, just like la 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 la. And then I just was not paying attention, and the ball hit me in the head. So that's the, I always think of that. I was like, oh, yeah, like I really don't pay attention to what's going on around me. Yeah, I mean, I'm exactly the same way. You know, I think I think it's like a superpower when you when you think about when you when you can't like when you're just like always in your own like little world, like people around you always say like, hey, like, wake up. What are you doing? Pay attention to the world around you. But you just have this like ability to zone in on something. And then just like keep keep there forever, which is actually if you push that to a place where it's where you zone in on one thing that you are really interested in and never leave, then you can get better at that thing than anyone else. So I think that is actually being like a space cadet is actually secretly like powerful because you can you, you can you can stay longer in the same train of thought than anyone else because no one the world doesn't pull you out of it you know so you can like make make more connections than others because you're there longer you know and while um, preparing for this interview we were looking through your tumblr but it's defunct do you have any plans on reviving it well i think i deleted all the old posts 
And now, because like I was trying to figure out a way to make my website have almost nothing in it, and I have succeeded. <laughs> I don't really use it like a Tumblr. I use it like a website. Yeah. That makes no. We we tried that. Yeah. I honestly, I already am on the internet too much. I don't need any more. Like I don't want any more social media. I don't want any more TikTok mm. at all. I don't. I don't. I don't have one. Likewise, threads. Nothing. Oh my God! No way. See, I I can't. I don't want a new thing. You know, I don't yeah. want more reasons for me to be away from the real world. I already am away from it too often. I want to be with my children, like look at them and talk to them. You know, I don't want to be looking at my phone anymore. Those are all our questions. Oh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. This is so sweet. It was really nice to meet you guys. And uh, well, I'll turn my camera back on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I I I I loved hanging out with you guys. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. That was it. Was really fun. We love frog. Yay, so. frog. Thank you. I know. <laughs> yes. Okie dokie. I hope you have a good rest of your Sunday and interviews go okay. Well. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Nice to meet y'all. You too. See you around. <laughs>